it is Thursday, April 11th, 2019, and we got a good one for you. AQ Shipley stops by to talk some hockey, some life, and how the Arizona Cardinals are adjusting the new head coach. We talk about the NFL. We talk about all the things happening in the world. And also, I believe today is a day where you're going to learn something about us. We dive deep into some stuff for hilarity and some sincerity Ooh. on today's Pat McAfee like Show 2.0. Mm-hmm. And as always, this show is brought to you by the greatest ticket-buying app on planet Earth, and that is SeatGeek. Mm. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket-buying app on planet Earth for one reason and one reason alone. And that's because they're looking out for you. They scan all the other ticket buying platforms to make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. The best ticket available for the best price is the ticket that you're going to get. And you know why? 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 What's that? Because you can walk all the way around this planet Earth one time if you'd like to. You can dive to the deepest point of the ocean if you'd like. You can go all the way up to the moon. There isn't going to be another ticket broker or ticket app that's going to look out for you as much as SeatGeek does. Yeah. And right now with promo code PAT, you can get $10 off your first order. And it's very, very very simple to purchase something on SeatGeek. All it takes is two taps. Just, it. Just two taps. That quick. That was a bad tap by me. The first tap was bad. doesn't matter if it's a good tap. No, That's the good thing about SeatGeek. It can be one bad tap and one good tap. Yeah. It just takes two taps. Make promo code PAT for $10 off your first order. There's a lot of things happening right now. NHL playoffs are kicking off last night. Shout out to the Penguins. Lock that thing in. That was a guaranteed bet. <laughs> They're probably going to sweep uh, 4-0 if I had to guess. There's a lot of NBA is still starting to kick off. There's comedy happening everywhere. There's theater happening everywhere. Get out of the house and experience a little and live a lot with your friends at SeatGeek. Shout out to them. I'm a big fan of them. They're the best. I've got nothing but positive things. We dive into a little bit of an advertising issue here in a little mm-hmm. bit. SeatGeek has always been very great with all of our people, and we're thankful for them. And we would hope that you would also... Uh, utilize them if you're going to go out and experience something. Also, shout out to Simply Safe. Oh. Alarm, the willies, the heebie-jeebies, panic. There are dozens of words for fear, but just one for an exceptional home security company to stop fear at your front door. And that's Simply Safe. Simply Safe is home security that knows it feels good to fear less. This is award-winning 24-7 protection that protects your home through it all. Through blizzards, blackouts, and burglars, SimpliSafe has won awards from all the tech experts that count. The Verge calls it the best in home security. It's won Reader's Choice from PC Magazine. It's a two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice and a wire cutter top pick. SimpliSafe has no contract, no hidden fees, and no gotchas! <laughs> and they always keep their prices fair and honest. Thanks to Simply Safe, fear has no place in a place like home. Try Simply Safe with free shipping and free returns. You'll get a 60 day risk free trial too. Order now and have your home protected within a week. Go to simplysafe.com slash McAfee to get started today. That's simplysafe.com slash McAfee. Be sure to go there so they know that we sent you S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash M C A F E E. Free shipping, free returns, 60 day risk free trial. Get your home protected for 60 days with Simply Safe. Check this out, and you're never going to turn back. We got Simply Safe in the office. I got Simply Safe in my house. Diggs has got it at his house. I think Todd has it at his yep. house. Literally, we've become a completely Simply Safe office, and for good reason. It has cameras that you can easily look at, just one tap of the app. It alerts you if anything's happening, and it survives through all the bullshits. There's no. There's no like, oh, we got bad service or reception because the weather, which we get here in Indiana, Simply Safe has your back through it all. Have confidence today with simplysafe.com/slash McAfee. And before we get started here, I'd like to make an announcement. Yesterday we announced a ten thousand dollar contest. Woo! 
That's right. The Pat McAfee Foundation is selling 200 golf balls at $100 per that'll get taken up into a helicopter. And on the day of my golf outing, May 2nd, those 200 balls will be dropped out of a helicopter down at a green. The ball that lands closest to the pin and ends up closest to the pin is marked with a number. That number is associated with he who bought the ball and that person wins $10,000. Wow. Well, the other half of the cash is... Sent to the foundation. Shout out to Jimmy's Famous Seafood over there in Baltimore for the idea. But you need to get your ball now. There's only 100 balls left at $100 per. Find, four, find three friends. 25 bucks per. Your chance to win 10 grand is one in 200. There's 100 balls left. Go get yours now at the link on all of our Twitter accounts or at the Pat McAfee Foundation.us. For the kids. It's for the kids. My foundation gives scholarships to children of military families. So the money's going to a good place. And you could potentially win $10,000. Ladies and gentlemen of the pub, we need your help. Yep, we do. You may have seen a video surface recently of our guy Zito destroying an awning (laughs) and destroying an RV. Allegedly, of course. With that being said, our boss, Pat McAfee, and our CFO, Phil Maines, are fining Zito a lucrative amount of money. Very, very happy. Steep for all the destruction that he caused. Zito is being fined a handsome amount from PMI. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Pub members... Always have each other's back. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning. With that being said, we are releasing three new t-shirts in order to help Zito pay his fines. Yep. If you use promo code FREEZITO, you will get 20% off these t-shirts. And if we sell X amount, and we don't know how many it no. is. We don't know. They didn't tell us. Pat will tell us how many we have to sell. But if we sell X amount, he will slash that fine in half. Like Walmart. In half. In half. Wow. And we all know Zito needs that. I think it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know the pub especially needs that. I fucking told you guys. <laughs> Members. You guys came through last time for the St. Patty's Day sale. Let's go. You got us a new bar. Now you got to help Zito out. Who told you to go through here? These guys did. They got this lucrative fine in half. Free Zito. Free Zito. Free him. Free him. Free him. Free him. (laughs) All right. The pub and its members have gone to complete desperation okay. at this complete point. in total desperation. Please help us. You got to do what you got to do. They released a video in an attempt. Myself and Phil Maines, CFO of PMI. Not my CFO. Oh. You don't have a company. So, <laughs> so you're correct. So you're 100% right. You don't have a CFO. Uh, have negotiated terms with the pub that if they sell X amount of shirts... Mm-hmm. The amount has not been disclosed to the pub uh, or <laughs> disclosed to us either. I don't think no. we know yet. It's just we're waiting to see how many. Uh, Zito's fine will be cut in half. 
And Thank obviously you. the pub took advantage of this yeah. and put a Shania Twain PSA Help me with money because I can't drink. Shania Twain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real adult move you by it. you guys. Yeah, yeah, well, you. you know, we had to. And to be completely honest, there are three beautiful shirts. Yeah, First and foremost, Pat, Phil. Thank you for the opportunity yep. to cut oh, this oh, off. Boy, good, good idea. Slash good this pull, Foxy. In half. Good okay. idea, Foxy. There is, there is like one Connor smart said, You know, when I broke my collarbone with no health insurance, mind you, you didn't you see me out there panhandling. No, because you're an adult. Well, you also didn't cost the company a very, very substantial <laughs> amount of I money. I took responsibility. Also, yeah. there were no yellow shirts telling you to ride that scooter. Exactly. Zito. Right? Zito just did. It was fucking Zito. Yeah, Zito said, get on the scooter. I'm renting it for you. He, he was the yellow way. shirt that day. Nope. I was so wearing a blue shirt. company more destruction. Well, Nick, I think we can all agree that you handled that the way uh, Nick Marotta would handle that. Yeah. Amen. You took it right on the chin. You went into the doctor right early. The right to the collarbone. <laughs> clavicle. <laughs> and you kind of handled that. The boys at the pub are always trying to scheme. No, no, they're no, always no. scheming. No, no, it's one team, one dream. Exactly. I would also like one to mention. Scheme. I would also like to mention. Oh, I think <laughs> that CFO Phil is kind of covering his ass here. Because oh, because oh, he got the cheap insurance. That is left out of the story here. Foxy. Foxy. Left out of the story. Chill. Wait, may I? Foxy. Uh, and Foxy does not speak for the rest of the crew. Yeah, Foxy, yeah. I'm twice your age. A little bit of help for you. You never fuck over or talk bad about the CFO, all right? <laughs> that's, that's the CFO office. can fuck you. It's front office. The guy who runs the money. Don't talk Hold bad on. about it. Now, just for future reference, I don't think Phil and I have decided the what the X is in X amount. Well, I assume the insurance company will decide that. Yep, I think they will. <laughs> but also, I, I think it's a an aggressive decision by you guys. Not my CFO, you say, Connor. Well, Hold on. And then Foxy takes a shot at him. Because Phil and I are going to have to sit down and be like, yeah. okay, what's the number of shirts? Sure. And Phil's going to say an astronomical number. I'm going to be like, Phil, come on. I know they took some personal shots at you. You guys are going to make it hard for me to negotiate. So now I'm putting a bad spot. I, I've had a sit down with Phil already, and we're kind of on the same page. That you... <laughs> I assume when Phil was getting the insurance policy, he didn't expect you to run into an awning. Yeah, the awning wasn't a part of the insurance policy. But it was his decision. And, you know, Foxy, he's not taking shots. He's just telling the truth here. The person that I asked specifically, Phil, should we get the cheap insurance or the expensive insurance? Phil's response, the man who you say is in charge of the payroll and the money. Cheap insurance, please. By the way, Phil read through all of this stuff, Mm. and he has yet to panic one bit. Phil is – I talked to Phil yesterday. Phil said – I think we all just need to calm down. Never yes, died him. Yes, it was a terrible situation that a dummy put us into. Mm-hmm. Yes, the video and the playback is very loud. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ty <laughs> Schmidt thought he was in World War II <laughs> yep. during it. Yes, Nick Marauder was inches away from Freaking actual death. Yeah. No, not even a clavicle. No. Death. Painted my face <laughs> with his brains. But Phil is the one that went through all of the paperwork. So Phil understands and kept his cool the entire time. Mm-hmm. But he and I will discuss the X amount. And I think you guys, Thank if you, you keep doing these pity sales that you're doing, could potentially reach it. So I'm happy for the pub. Congratulations. I will say, Thank though, you. great shirts, though. Just shirts, all amazing shirts. Just so you're aware, Pat, um, I did a quick number crunch earlier this morning. If we're thinking $25 a shirt, we, we should only have to sell about 48,000 shirts. <laughs> 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 I checked out that math and it is correct. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
by the way, it's 20% off, so it's only $20. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Promo code FREEZITO. 20% <laughs> off. The three shirts and the Game of Thrones shirts are in there. They just weren't in that video we talked about. The pub collection is out now helping mm -hmm. to cut Zito's fine in half. We'll mm -hmm. see if that happens. You know, can I say something here, too? Absolutely. I just want to personally apologize to you and to the company here because I feel like I dropped the ball here. Uh, I should have stepped up and handled the rental of the RV wow. instead of relying on someone like Connor yep. to go through with this. Wow, wait. That was a how that this, this is on That's, this, that's no, on me, that's guys. How are you, how are you that's blaming, on me. How are you that's blaming me? We, we also should have stepped in and that's, just said this is probably a bad idea. This was, this was a beautiful... Do you remember when Connor first had his conversation with the RV rental? He actually said, I was talking to nobody about nothing over there. <laughs> yeah, and it was nobody about nothing. I was shocked when it was first happening that he was doing it, but we were all invested in, a, in another conversation, so... He took it upon himself to do it, which I I liked. Oh, I was like, okay, and hey. it went and it went well, RV? and the RV was beautiful, and the videos went perfect as well. Well, I mean, the only thing with the RV though is it might have been a little bit too tall, you know? Yeah, yeah that's should've true. Got a shorter one. I should've probably been. I should have looked into the height of it. I know, but I was just looking at length and the, and the mileage per day, and you know, cleaning out the tank. Mileage per day was factored into cost and cleaning out the tank. You know. It's fifty dollars, which if you need to take that out of my account for sure, I just didn't want to dump Phil heard shit. That. Phil, Phil, did you hear that? Yeah, mm. go ahead, Phil. Fifty bucks, chop it off. I just didn't want to take the shit out of the RV that we've been on for thirty hours. You guys, at that are, whoa, point whoa, whoa, whoa. dump got, it. We got sh literally shitting on the RV. I, uh, yeah, I took I a dump or two. I took a dump on that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Road really? code number one, uh, number two is uh, don't do this on the bus. <laughs> don't do on the bus. <laughs> Rule number two gets broken a lot. Yeah. 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 So, there's an asterisk. So does number one. So does number one. Road code number one has been uh, know your clearance. <laughs> that rule got broken one time, yeah. and that was enough. You know what I mean? Road code number two, don't do this on the bus, though. Very much a, a rule that gets broken. Well, you gotta go. You gotta go. Connor, yeah. did you ever find your wallet? Nope, lost my wallet. Was also sucked into that black hole of an RV too. So I need to. Hey, but but with that being said, I, I knew in my heart of hearts I need an Indiana ID now. I believe so. You know, got to go get that new license. Shout out to the pub, really putting forth an effort to save Zito and his fine. <laughs> Thank you. Connor just talked himself into a fifty dollar fine, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, so two members of the pub have been fined already. That's yep. beautiful. Uh, we've had a, an active couple days here. Yeah, an yeah. active last yeah. couple days. We. Uh, if you haven't heard, have suspended all my bookie ads indefinitely. And by we, I mean me. It was a decision I had to make due to something that happened on the internet uh, two days ago between Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports and Anonymous Gambler, uh, who was the head odds maker at my bookie. Basically, when push came to shove, Anonymous Gambler took a couple shots at Dave Portnoy Unannounced, I think, right? They were kind of unannounced he, shots, if I get the whole thing right. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah, much. They were. And then Dave ended up exposing a flaw, potentially, in the MyBookie.ag payout system, which I was unaware of. I did not know that the rollover and the payouts for people have been a problem for a while. So I decided, uh, as it escalated, that I do trust. I tr In my statement, I said I trust Dave's judgment. Uh, in these particular situations, business situations, because Dave has built a company up to a $100 million sure, valuation yeah. for a reason. I got a chance to work there. We all got a chance to work there and learn from there. So whenever Dave was raising concerns, I very much was like, well, I should probably look into this as well. And I think I've proven on many occasions that cash does not 
control me. Like that is not the way things go. I mean, I literally, I walked out of a situation that I was owed $6 million or <laughs> could have owed or could have earned $6 million just because I, I wasn't loving it anymore. I've done that on numerous occasions with numerous things. Cash will not be the thing that controls my decision-making. And in this particular situation, I would like to investigate a little bit more to make sure people that are listeners of this show are being taken care of in a proper fashion by sponsors of this show. That is our duty as a show. Yep. Uh, podcasts are much different than radio ads, right? In radio ads, they just kind of pop in in between talking and then they pop out. With podcasts, though, we have a real relationship with our listeners. We tweet with each other. We spend, each, we spend time with each other. We sell merch together. We are a real team, and it is our job to make sure that the team is getting taken care of by the people that are supposed to be taking care of them. I'm not sure, sure. if they are or if they're not. I just want to dive deeper into it. And after this Dave in my bookie thing really blew up, I was getting a lot of tweets from people that were not happy exactly with the way they were treated. I got a few saying, hey, there was no problem at all, but I think it's only right that we dive a little bit deeper into it and see what we can do to make sure our listeners are getting taken care of in the most um, hospitable fashion by these companies. And honestly, I don't think it's that huge of a decision. There was uh, the big lead wrote an article about it and all this stuff. I just think this is what should be expected by people who have a little bit of a responsibility to their listeners. Yes. We are very lucky that you guys listen to us. Uh, very thankful. And I'm going to make sure that whatever discounts and deals that you're supposed to get, you get and you get taken care of well. Uh, and that's the way this whole thing works. And until then, we'll just keep it moving, have a good time. And if you're going to gamble, I respect that. You just got to figure out where you're going to gamble at. <laughs> 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 until we figure it all out. Um, I'm kind of happy, though, it all happened because I should have dove into this deeper at the beginning. I think this is a lesson that I will learn going forward uh, with running our business, with ideas and concepts and businesses that come in. Let's make sure that it's all exactly how it is. Like SeatGeek, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. OG sponsor of our show. Mm-hmm. I get plenty of people saying, hey, incredible experience with SeatGeek. We keep it moving. If you're listening and you utilize a business of ours and it's not doing well, I would like for you to tweet us. Tweet me. I might have seen a couple of people say, like, my bookie's screwing me or whatever, but I always thought it was a Todd versus tech issue. I didn't know it was. <laughs> yeah, when uh, you only see a few, yes, you're like, eh, uh, it might be the user. Yes, yeah. but if you're having a real problem, I think you should DM Heartland Radio on Instagram. That is being checked daily by Nick, by other people. Send a message, and we're going to figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of it because we're in this goddamn thing together. That's the way it goes. And if you're a company that's going to get on board with us, we appreciate the hell out of you. You're the people that keep the lights on. But also, like, hey, let's make sure we're not fucking people over. Correct. You know what I mean? Hey, let's make sure we're not Correct. fucking people over. We're all big family. And not saying that my bookie was. I mean, there might have been just some bad situations that got exposed to the light yesterday, but I would like to find out for sure. And if you make a nut bar, make sure you taste good before you oh. <laughs> To tell people it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> That goes back to a situation where I could say the cash does not control me. <laughs> that is just not the way I operate. <laughs> For the record, Todd, you're the only one who didn't like those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we, we had a sales guy who was a good guy here. Yeah. Good guy. Great guy. Good guy. We all liked him as a person, but his first real sell was with his nut bar company. And he came up to me with this nut. This nut. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he shot this nut. <laughs> this bar, though. He came up to me with this bar, and I took one bite out of it. 
And I was like, uh, this spit it out. I spit it out. Yeah. I spit it right into a trash can. I said, this thing's terrible. And he was like, Pat, come on, man. I just signed these guys. If you could just do a couple swipe ups. I mean, they got big pockets. <laughs> so uh, I go, I go to, he prints out the thing he wants me to read for it. And the read for it is basically like how good it tastes, how everybody that I know loves it, basically over the top. And I, I spit it out and I told him, I would like to give them their money back. I do not want to do this promotion. So I would like to let you all know that Honestly, that means a lot to us. Whenever yeah. a company gets involved with us, it's a big deal. But taking care of people is something that helps us all sleep better at night. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yes. We're all a big team. We're all a big family. Yes. Now, with that being said, let's move forward. This show is brought to you by Charlotte's Web Broad Spectrum Hemp Extract Oil. Here in the office, we love hemp extract oil because it makes our body feel better, doesn't yes. it? Oh, yeah. Sure. I've had three knee surgeries. Hemp extract oil makes my entire life feel a lot better. It supports relief from everyday stress as well. It helps achieve a sense of calm and focus. It supports recovery from exercise-induced inflammation. It helps in supporting sleep cycles. If any of these statements are made, must include legal statements saying, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Customers trust Charlotte's Web because no chemical pesticides, herbicides, or fungicides are ever used. Wow. That's pretty good. So let me tell you something. Charlotte's Web Broad Spectrum Hemp Extract Oil. Not only does it make you stress less, not only does it make you sleep better, does it reduce inflammation? Yes. It does everything that can make your life better, and it's very, very simple to use. And it has no pesticides, herbicides, or fungicides. Mm. The whole plant extract is filtered five times for quality and consistency. Their 250,000 hemp plants are tended by hand. The company is driven by care. Once again, no pesticides or any of that other bullshit. It's more than just CBD. Charlotte's Web hemp extract supplements contain many of hemp's other naturally occurring... Phytocompounds such as Nailed it. terpenes, flavonoids, and other phytocannabinoids yep. that work together to heighten the positive effects of CBD. The phytocannabinoids. Just know that it's more Woo. than just CBD. Just yeah. know that it's it's CBD plus everything else helping plus your CBD noise. work better. Yep. Gorman, you've been using this for the last couple of weeks. Good stuff, bud. Absolutely love it. You move around like a 22-year-old. Thank yeah, you, Todd. I appreciate that. But there's more specifically... No fungicides. I'm all about that. Yes. Well, it's cleaner. And mm-hmm. in the world that we live in, if you're going to use CBD to get better, you might as well use the cleanest one and also the one that contains other ingredients that help the CBD work even better. Focus more, sleep better, and have your body and joints feel better. None of this has been FDA approved. Just know that from our own personal research, this shit's true. <laughs> Charlotte's Web is offering a unique offer to listeners of this show. Go to charlottesweb.com and enter code PAT at checkout to get 10% off your order. Don't forget to enter code PAT at checkout to get 10% off. Some exclusions apply. See website for details. Once again, that's Charlotte's Web, C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E-S-W-E-B.com and enter code PAT at checkout to get 10% off your order. Today's the day you dive into the CBD and hemp extract oil world. You've heard about it. People have talked about it, and Charlotte's Web is the right people to jump in bed with. We appreciate them for sponsoring the show and making our lives feel better. Now back to the show. Magic Johnson just says, I'm out. 
out of nowhere in the wildest way imaginable incredible He's like, scared. imagine if like one of us quit here and we didn't tell you but we like somehow just did it in front of a camera crew or something and then that's how you found out yeah so what how did it actually did it go down i seen the the backlash i don't think i saw the actual thing because i passed out but what was the exact moment instead of going like to the organization and telling genie bus uh that he was leaving he literally just did an, an interview didn't talk to anybody in pr too by the way no, no, he just just came out. So he vaunted this thing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he pretty mentioned much. it. He he mentioned it to LeBron actually the day before, just saying like, "Hey," pointing at that he might be out on this whole you know basketball operations thing because he wasn't be. He, I mean, he wasn't scouting players. He he his office Apparently hours he was, was rarely bad. there. He was rarely there. He wasn't really buying into actually. But he was still getting blamed for a lot of things yes. happening. So Magic was probably like, "Man, I'm getting a lot of blame <laughs> for a lot of shit happening, and I'm not even really a part right. of this." Whole he, thing. he also said. Part of the reason why he was quitting because it it was troublesome for him when Russ Westbrook <laughs> went for twenty twenty and twenty, and he wasn't allowed to congratulate him because he was part of another team. Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, magic can't be magic. I mean, magic's like a billionaire too, right? Isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, he's yeah, a billionaire, yeah. so he is also so not cash money. controlled at this point. No, 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 no. That ability to be a uh, relatable figure in the sport that you dominated, by the way, mm-hmm. is one that I feel like he probably takes a lot of pride in. Like yeah. Shaq and Charles, right? They have. Open mic every and Kenny, open mic every night to talk about everything. Compliment whoever. Magic also a personality in the NBA world isn't allowed to talk about anything outside of the Lakers. And then the Lakers aren't really that topical of a team. I bet you Magic Johnson felt like he was imprisoned almost by this thing. Like I can't even talk about the good players because I'm with this fucking <laughs> yeah. shitty team over here. That's probably a real problem for him. Went all the way down to like uh, the squabble over who should become the new athletic trainer like a year ago or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the guy he didn't want, the younger person, got it, and they had like the the second the second highest team with uh, minutes out due to injury. Well, he, uh, he also said he didn't want Luke Walton anymore, and Jeannie Buss doesn't want to keep Luke Walton. Yeah. When did he take that job? So, I mean, two years, I agree I on two years ago. Okay. He's the one that got LeBron out there, right? Yes. Yep, yeah. pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, LeBron. LeBron got LeBron out there. Well, LeBron but. was going to go to New York, right? He's going to go to New York, Chicago, or L.A. Yeah, that was the big thing. Magic yes. was pretty instrumental in bringing him to L.A. So then he goes to L.A. because Magic brings him there, and then Magic and LeBron both realize, well, this is not what we said. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what we signed up for at all. I thought we were going to be able to get another big star. We couldn't. <laughs> now we got this shit butt team, and now we have no. I can't even pick the athletic trainers. I bet you Magic Johnson was sick of that with the quickness, man. Yeah. They said one of the rumors was too that he wanted the GM fired, mm-hmm. and she wasn't having it. So that's that was like his last try. He's like, all right, fuck it, I'm done then. So Magic Johnson was brought in to do basketball operations, but he wasn't allowed to operate basketball at all. So <laughs> in his like yeah. in his mind, he was like, this is not what I signed up for. I'm doing exactly what you guys don't want me to do. I'm just going to go elsewhere and kind of do my thing. Where's he going to get on TV at, you think? I don't think he's going to be on TV. I don't think he's good on TV. He was, I remember, if I remember correctly, he was terrible on Twitter. He had his own late night talk show once. For, for three once. weeks yeah. or something. Yeah. It was the worst thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If oh, I remember yeah. correctly, he's not great in front of a camera. Well, he's also like part owner of the Dodgers. Yes. I could yeah. see him just sitting in boxes at those games. <laughs> like, I think he just like he wants to been. live. He just wants to live and not be associated with the bad Lakers, only the good Lakers. Correct. Mm-hmm. He might come back idea. after this offseason, depending well, on who they get. I, yeah, I have a Anthony theory. Davis. Rob Polink is the GM you're talking about, yep. and I think he was motherfucking Irvin Magic Johnson behind his back to Jeannie Buss because Irvin wasn't there as much. I mean, you got to, you know, that's a. We, we watched that happen, by the way. Yeah, sure. We watched that type of situation happen. Absolutely. Where whenever your only source of information could possibly be not great, 
person of information, then all of a sudden there's a bit of a conflict of interest from right. outside sources. Well, right. it sounds like they brought him in just to lure LeBron there yeah. and then didn't give him any real responsibility or any real purpose, and he got sick of it. And he's kind of held down. He's yeah. a guy who's been very successful business-wise. He probably started drinking. He wants to be at... Whoa, dude. What? Whoa, By the way, shout out to Lakers. In the arena. He started walking in LeBron. drinking wine. Oh. Shout out to Lakers the arena. for being oh, right. really, Not Magic. Not Magic. Magic. No, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Shout out to Lakers for being like 10 times better after LeBron said he wasn't playing another game for the season. Yeah, that is funny. I haven't I really paid attention. They've they... been about 1,000 times better. Yeah. It's like they're having a good time. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Who is it? It's like fun. they're like playing LA Fitness pickup basketball. Yeah, man. Yeah, we all know none of this matters. Our, our, like the basketball operation, you got to just quit on fucking TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> But like, just the way that he quit was was wild. Not telling, not telling someone who he said is like a sister to him. He his reasoning was he said if he did it, if he tried telling her first, uh, she would have talked him out of it. So he did it this way instead. Well, you know what? Sometimes whenever you speak things, right, you can't backpedal. Yes. Yeah. So that was probably a situation where he's like, I've made up my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it. I don't want to get talked out of it. Now, granted, could he have done it better? Probably. But good for Magic Johnson getting his fucking head clear and just going to have a good time. Good one, for him. One bad thing about that, though, because I'm a Magic Johnson guy, he should, he's royalty. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't sure get any higher. Isaiah, living, living Magic, right, Larry right. Bird, yeah. everything like that. Royalty. Yep. But to do that press conference or impromptu press conference on the night that Dirk and Dwayne Wade yes. were retiring, I, I can't believe he did that because I thought he would see, you know, he sees a big picture of stuff. Right. Yeah, he's as like a former step player, out. especially, yes. it's like, Exactly. Ah. I, I couldn't respects, believe right? it. Yeah. And you know, I, wait a day or whatever. I, I think that is very interesting as well because I didn't know Dirk was retiring. Did everybody else know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, so was, it was rumored, it was thought of, but... He didn't do it. He didn't announce it until after the game was over. Yeah, he didn't do like the Dwayne Wade, Correct. Derek yes. Jeter, one Correct. last one but time they, But they did tour stuff. When he would go to visiting yeah, yeah, cities, yeah. they would you know, give and him a wheelchair or, you know, or give him a rocking chair and they, stuff. They and, put him in know. an all-star game, too, just because they knew he was right. gone. Oh, so this has been known for a while that Dirk yeah. is leaving. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Wade also won out mm-hmm. that Budweiser, this Bud's for Three commercial oh, is yeah. pretty cool. I'll choke you up. I mean, I enjoy whenever the greats decide it's their time to step away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I enjoy that that aspect of it because it's not an easy decision. Your entire life revolves around something, and then you're deciding to step away. I think the modern world now makes it a lot easier with technology and social media and social platforms and the opportunities to do things outside the game where you can make a good amount of money. I'm sure Dirk, if he wants to make whatever amount of money he wants to make, he'll be able to do yeah. business-wise with Mark Cuban. Right. I assume they'll tag team together on a couple things. I assume financially they'll be okay. But losing your love in your lifeline is a tough thing to come to grips with. And I think Dwayne Wade has been open about going to counseling, about his transitioning and stuff like that. I'll be excited to see how it goes. But shout out to them going out on their own terms, man, and doing the speeches and the whole thing. Going out on top is a very, very cool thing. It was really cool. Um, So... Last night was the night that like they both went off for thirty points. It was both of their last home games, or two nights ago, and then last night was their last. And game. And they shot every time games. they got the ball, which but I love. At this yeah. point, we don't know how last night went. Their official last games, but the cool part was each home game they both scored thirty points. They both went out on top. They both went out winners. They both gave speeches. Dwayne Wade had a hilarious tweet that he knew 
he, it was just justifi- justification that it was time to go uh, because he hurt his knee jumping up onto the scorer's <laughs> table at the end of the game. Uh, it, was, it was cool to see. It was well, cool. Dwayne Wade should have known that it was a right call whenever What's-Her-Face was beating him on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, really. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like Gatorade that commercial. Co- you don't like that commercial. He's fucking he's Dwayne Wade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get so it. He's married on. to the lady, but come on. I mean, yeah. he's Dwayne Wade. Let's... I mean, we put over his wife. I get it. She's a good actor, though. We're seeing like the end of like a real core era of Mm -hmm. players, though. Like I think Vince Carter is like the last. Vince has to be retired. By the way, Vince was from the era before this one. Oh yeah, he's He's been both of these. Vince was from the era before this one, the Tracy McGrady era, Mm -hmm. that whole era back then. He's from that era, and he's just outlasted this one. He's. Because what is he, 41, 42? I think 41, 41, I think, yeah. And he can still do it, right? He's still still playing both ways, dunking and things like that. Vince Carter, OG of the whole thing. Yep. I I just, you're right, though. Magic Johnson stealing that shine with an impromptu press conference. You wouldn't think that. That's that's beneath him. And I didn't, you know, if you asked me beforehand, I'd say no chance he would do that to these two Mm -hmm. great all-time all-stars, you know? But yeah, it happened. I was like, ooh, boy. Because everybody said, fuck the games. We're locked in on listening to Magic. Well, it's just like when Kobe's last game, what he he shot the ball 80 times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who knows last night how much Dirk and I bet you Dwayne Wade probably took 50 shots, maybe. I would, by the way. I'd throw that money. Uh, Hell yeah, I would. Dirk was crying on the court because they played a uh, like tribute a highlight video, reel yeah. tribute video above. And that was really cool. That was sports can bring something out of you. Yeah, yeah. Then no, nothing else really can. I mean, granted, movies can make you cry. <laughs> you don't really ride or die with people and organizations as much as you do sports because there's such a inspirational feeling to your city going to battle against another city in something. And I think that type of fanhood and ownership could. Become a little bit less significant as fantasy sports decide to take over. But the attachment that people get to athletes because they feel as if they're representing them and taking on other challenges is such a beautiful thing. And that's why sports are the greatest thing ever invented of all time. Of all time, sports are the greatest thing. Because it's back in the day, I guess the gladiators were the original sport people, the original athletes. Still the greatest thing. That was the sport. By the way, still. Riding and dying with your favorite gladiator. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. We've gotten a little bit soft uh, on the punishment for losing, but I still feel as if that type of emotion is uh, is a real thing. I watched, I'm not a Dwayne Wade fan by any means at all. I mean, I was a Miami Heat fan there for a little bit yeah. whenever LeBron Braun went down there, but I, um, I'm not a Dwayne Wade fan. I, I, I like what he does. I respect him, but I'm not like, oh, Dwayne Wade's my guy. But then you watch those people that he helped in that Budweiser thing, and you're like, this is somebody who did it fucking right, man. This yeah. is a good guy. And yeah, I'm very, sure. very thankful for uh, what he did, not only for his community, but for the NBA in general. And I'm excited to watch Zion just take that motherfucker yeah. over. Yeah. Just take that whole thing over, Jeff Gorman. Zion Williamson just taking it over. You know it, the man you're comparing him to went to mo- mo- how many championships how many how many championship game uh seasons in a row has lebron listen to what i'm saying Eight, seven, we're trying. Trying. Eight. We're trying. <laughs> eight we're trying. Talks like we are trying. I've struggled today, man. Today I've had a bad, bad day. That happened. But it really happened. But, but you're talking about comparing him to this. Do you know how hard it is to win like a division title in the NBA, let alone go to the championship mm-hmm. game for seven, eight years in a row? You, you're saying Zion's on that same thing. I'm saying I'm not saying he's not going to be. Just don't crown him. Sorry, Dennis Green, but just don't crown him. <laughs> well, I just I think he's going to be a guy that's going to bring electricity to the yeah. NBA. Yep. He's, he's, next. A, he's a he's a pumped up. 
Julius Randle. It's I easy agree. for the it's Long easy for the old Long NBA to leave nice. because they're looking down at Zion like you know next year I'm going to be pretty old and if that guy's going to be dunking on me I don't think I want to be here this for this guy's it. hitting his head off the the backboard <laughs> every single trip down the court basically and Dwayne Wade hurt himself jumping up on the scorers table <laughs> he's probably like man I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and I bet Dwayne Wade has a good personality too I think yeah. right oh yeah he's probably gonna be on that TNT show I yes. assume they bring him so. in there yes. and that, that's gonna be beautiful I the NBA does it right off the court yeah, as for well. sure. They do it right off the court. They do it right on the court. Um, it would be nice if the NFL acted a little bit more. Yeah, they celebrate personalities very well. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They, they, let, they let each individual shine on their own. I like it. Uh, when I was talking to the Spotify um, people, the lady, she was a very nice lady. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Very nice lady. Very good conversation. She said she's been trying to dive into Spotify sports. They're trying to find somebody to run a Spotify sports and she said, talking to the football world, she said it's something like she could have never guessed. It's these, this is how it works. This is how it goes. This is how it's going to be. And this is what you got to do, basically. And she was like, she could have never guessed as an outsider where she came from the entertainment world. She could have never guessed that. I was like, oh, yeah, I was hated. <laughs> I was hated in the NFL. I told her the story of uh, the Colts cutting me out of a promo picture. Yeah. And she just, she, she lost her mind. And that's when she was like, yeah, that makes so much sense because I've been doing this, 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 and this. I'm like, yeah. They actually cut me out of a photo. And I, yeah, and I told, yeah, they cut me out of a photo. Jeez. It was awesome. That's nuts. It was awesome. Hate the Colts. Me, sorry. No, no. Me personally. I think the Colts are, I think they're in a great spot right now. Mm. I think there was a couple years that were very much questionable. I think there were some decisions being made which way the team was going to go. There was a lot of things happening from front office and ownership all the way down to football side. There's a lot of things happening and moving pieces at the same time. I think they've gotten it back right, but there was a time there where I used to go up to Gorman. I'm like, why Why these motherfuckers hate me, man? Gorman's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, Gorman, they just cut me out of a fucking photo. Like, they literally just cut me out yeah, of a promotional photo. And Gorman was like, I don't know what to say there, bud. I don't know what to when say. When you say promotional photo, do you mean like it goes in a jumbotron like during the game? or like- no, no, it was like they had um, they had an entire series where it was like one, like they like uh, we, <laughs> your number too. Yeah, it was my number exactly. <laughs> so they were like, we are one. Like the it was some one horseshoe or one something, yeah. right? That was the big deal. And I guess a part of it was they didn't want me to be directly correlated with the one promotion. So every time we would walk out on the field before a game, it'd be like Matt Overton to my right. And then me in the middle and then Vinatieri to my left. It was every time we walked out. And it was mostly because I'm the talkative one. So I was just like, I would keep people light. So then in that promotional video where they launched that, they had a photo where it was just Overton and Vinatieri walking next to each other, right? And it was very obvious. I was like, you guys cut me. You literally cut me right out of the video. You did just cut me out of the photo and then just put the photo together. Oh. And I was like, am I cut? Like, am I literally, am I, it was this like a sign that I was getting cut from the team? They're like, oh no, it was just a photo that you weren't in. I was like, well, I don't know. Did I miss the game? <laughs> Who was that? They were clearly going out for the game right there. It was just a weird thing. And, it was it was real though, and I think the NFL though was coming around. You know, I think they're coming around. I, I think so. They have to though, right? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now let's know. clarify. Yeah. No problem with the ownership of the Colts. It's a few PR people, public relations people, and community oh. relations and marketing people that there are issues with. That I fully agree. Going back years, yeah. that absolutely they were in over. I their respect. Head. I respect Jim Mersey a lot. I respect Jim Mersey a Brother. lot. Uh, yeah, I like the way I like the way he handles his shit. You know what I mean? I like Jim Mercy. He was nothing but nice to me. But there was a couple years there where I was just like, man, what is going on here? What is, 
what is happening here? Do, because I tweet? Is it because I tweet? It's because I tweet. There was also a general manager with an ego issue that, that <laughs> came into play there. Hey, we're past that. We're past yep. that. We're past that. that. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> we are past that. Okay, so I went on to the IG story, used a little question thing, and I said, um, hey, if you have some questions for the podcast, I'd like to answer them. Oh, yeah. Make them good questions, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah don't don't good. don't bring the baloney. Got over a thousand questions. Oh boy. Look at very, you. very thankful for everybody that asked their questions. A lot of questions about our comedy tour. That announcement is going to be coming soon. The podcast is going to be going on tour. I think we got six stops coming up in the month of June, a little summer tour. We will be announcing that. Let's go. I nice. won't give away any cities that are in them, but they're our biggest markets. <laughs> Figure it out. So Figure it out. that should be a good time. That is coming. A lot of those questions, though, I can't wait to see all of you. We can't wait to party with you. And if we come to your city, please get a ticket. We'll enjoy the hell out of it. Record a podcast. We'll have a special guest. We'll tell some stories. We'll drink some brew, haha, and we'll have a great time with it. Um, a lot of people ask me about the Little Five this Friday. We are going down there. The mm-hmm. boys and I are going down with Natural Light and Natterdays. We will be roaming around Bloomington. This is my first Little Five. I've heard it's incredible. I've heard it's a day that I'll never forget. I cannot wait to experience it. I can't wait to get down there. If you see us, come say what's up. But also know that we're trying to have a good time as well. <laughs> so let's let's do this together. Let's have a good time down there in Bloomington, Indiana. I believe we'll be at uh, Kilroy's at some point down there. I believe we'll have to be at a Big Red Liquor Store at some point down there. Okay. I think at 12.30, we're at the Big Red Liquor Store. That's the only thing that is locked in. And then I think we go Kilroy somewhere else, somewhere else, and then the races. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to get down. I've been here for 10 years. I've never been. I've heard nothing but great things. The boys and I are hopping on a bus and going down. Should be a good time. Mm-hmm. Should be a great time. Should Quite be. a spectacle. We're going down there with natural light, too. So I'd assume, I assume they're going to they're gonna bring some good times with oh, them yeah. as well. Yeah, they might I bring the water. So. Um, and let's get to these questions. At Ian underscore P underscore 2019. What do we think his last name is? Pencil. Petroclus. Okay. Petroclus. Ian Pencil, says Zeno, <laughs> asks, <laughs> why did you decide to be a punter and not a kicker? Oh. I didn't decide that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not decide that. Bill Polian decided that whenever he drafted me to be a punter. There was plenty of conversations with the guy who was my agent that at uh, before the draft, where I actually told him that if I was drafted to punt, I'm not going to do it because I didn't want to punt at all. I wanted to kick field goals. There was a little bit of a rumor that got caught by our my people that told me that the Colts are interested in me being a punter. Uh, there was like four or five other teams that were interested in me being a kicker, the Dallas Cowboys being one of them. I played in the Senior Bowl as a field goal kicker. Hindsight, I was nowhere near good enough to be a kicker in the NFL at the time. After working with Vinatieri for like six, seven, eight years – I feel like I'm really fucking good now. (laughs) I I would not rule out a potential field goal kicking career at some point. I would not rule that out. Mm -hmm. Um, If I was to ever come, if I was to ever come back to the NFL, it would be to to kick field goals. Okay. I don't have much, many other mountains to climb in the punting world, but if it was to ever happen, it would be to kick field goals. And uh, if only like half the teams in the league needed a field goal kicker. A lot of teams have reached out to me <laughs> after a video was posted of me destroying a couple footballs. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I'm ready yet. I'm not sure I'm ready yet. I'm not certain that I I want to revolve my life around kicking footballs again. But a very close friend of mine is still kicking, and he's like 50 years old. 
So that gives me a lot of hope for the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything happens, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun kicking footballs again, though. I'd like that to be known for two years there after I retired. I didn't want to kick because I didn't want to get the itch to go back because I didn't want people to think that I had failed post retirement. I didn't want any of that to happen. I, I didn't want to get the itch to go back. I, I have an entire business of people I got to take care of now. But once I started kicking balls again, I was like, man, I miss doing this specifically because there's, I don't know if there's anybody on earth that can do what I can do with a football on a field, and I enjoy the fuck out of it. Um, I'm sure there's people that can punt like me, and I'm sure there's a couple people that can kick field goals like me, and I'm sure there's some people that can kick off like me, but there ain't a one motherfucker that can do all of them like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. No, I'm joking. It's real. Uh, at George Rizzi. Jorge. Uh, G-E-O-R-G-E-R-I-Z-Z-I-E asks, in the Barna Bad Decisions, which is the absolute worst decision? Hmm. It's a pretty simple one for me. No. 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 I don't think the wrestling ring is the worst. You've used it more than anything. I've used that a lot. There was a a chopper in there uh, that has a leaky oil thing, uh, gas, a motorcycle that I bought off the side of the road when I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle yet. Hmm. That was a bad decision for sure. I think it would have to be the aquatic vehicle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be my guess. The aquatic vehicle is the worst decision. Of <laughs> that would be my guess as well. thing can't float. Yeah. <laughs> not aquatic. It's not aquatic. <laughs> it's not aquatic. Oh, it's just an, it's just an eight-wheeled vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Were you trying to put in water before? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Tim McAfee put that thing right in the bottom of my pond in my last house. <laughs> went right in, fucking forged the river, and that thing went right down the damn bottom of the pond. Had to drag it out. It's a rough situation, man. That's definitely the worst. I'm sure there was something we did wrong. But it's it's just no. a, it's an uncomfortable thing. If it could float, and I was a fisherman, maybe it's awesome. But I, I think that's, <laughs> maybe 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 it's awesome. But I just it's a huge fisherman vehicle. That, that thing's tough, dude. That thing's tough. Here's a question from Matt Swarley, two thousand two. S W A R L E Y two thousand two. Uh he's pretty new to the podcast. Oh nice. He asks, We feel in the burn twenty twenty for uh Bernie Sanders. Hmm. I would like everybody that's listening to know that I fucking hate Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> At one point he was attempting to tax me ninety percent of my money and uh, I just immediately realized that I hate that fucking <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he does a lot of great things, uh, but I'm hoping he doesn't win. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Both. You too, Zito. How you billionaire shit? You <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. At J-V-E-L-E-A-S, what advice do you have for someone who isn't sure college is right for them? I tell you, don't go. Yeah. Unless you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, or some other professional thing. Scientist. That requires it. A nurse. That, that requires it. If you're going to be anything else, I honestly believe veterinarian maybe a veterinarian for sure. Astronaut. Like an animal doctor. Yeah, if you're going to be an astronaut. Yeah, something that requires. I would assume the, the astronauts aren't sending me questions, but I mean, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. Someone who's not sure about college, probably not an, an astronaut. astronaut. <laughs> uh, but I, would, I think I've been on a pretty anti-college stand for a long time, way before it became cool to do this. Mm-hmm. And mostly because my friends were taking classes when I, they couldn't just travel the world with me when I had a bunch of money. So I hated the college in, initially because they were taking my friend's time. Like, hey, guys, I want to go to Morocco. You guys want to come with me? They're like, oh, we got class tomorrow. I'm like, I fucking hate this. What are, <laughs> what are you doing in that classroom? And then what it does is it teaches you a lot about how to live your life, right? You're free from your family. 
you're partying, you're learning about uh, friendships and networking, and are the classes that important? Maybe. You're going to forget a lot of it by the time you get out of there. So I think college does have a purpose. But if you can't afford eighty dollars to $100,000 of debt, if your family is not financially set up to take care of that forever, I think you're very much wasting your time in there and setting yourself up for a massive failure. And if you don't want to go to college, but you still want to have the college experience, just go sleep on your friend's couches that are going to be $100,000 thousand dollars in debt you're just living the college life with no debt and at the end of it do people really hire you strictly off of having a college degree nowadays nope that is not the case at all i don't think so if you're currently thinking about not going i'm here to tell you to play 60 <laughs> eat a lot of veggies eat importance and don't go to college i don't think, I don't think i don't think there's any purpose for it unless you're gonna be Right. Something yeah. that you need a degree for. But you shouldn't right. think you can't succeed at life and have a good paying job and take care of a family if you don't have a college degree. Exactly. Well I mean, said. It's not the case. I think that message got kind of spun into the entire college thing where, well, if you don't go to college, you're going to be homeless. Yeah. That's the way it's going to uh -huh. be. Yeah, that was the pitch to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that's the case anymore. <laughs> well, I think it's very different. For Connor, that might have been the case. It was definitely the case. Connor, see, I think you could get a good job at like McDonald's or something. <laughs> no, I, I think you you would have been great there. Talking to a lot of people, yelling. Worked your way up. I would have needed a management. lot of cigarette breaks. Wouldn't need the intercom. You would have been an incredible custodian. I would have been an unbelievable custodian. But for what I'm sure. saying with the way the world's set up now, you, there's a lot of money out there to go get. Yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. money out there to go get. Even if you if you have a little bit of marketing experience or ability on the internet, you can cut grass for pro probably ten people if you just post a couple pictures on your Facebook saying, "Hey, I'm looking to do this." Will you get broken off your first couple years? No, no business you do. But as you stick at it, you pick up more yards. You pick up more uh, lawnmowers, you kind of do your own thing, and you don't have the eighty to $100,000 in debt <laughs> yeah. kicking your dick in every month, which is currently happening to everybody you know that just got out of college. I don't know if they <laughs> complain about it all the time on their life, uh, on their social medias. They do. Yep, And they should, by the way. I would not be happy about it either. But I think if you're thinking about it, you're probably already thought not. It's really that important, too. You can go back in 20 years and get a degree online for a tenth of the price. University of Phoenix. Definitely. Yep, Larry Fitzgerald. He, he Larry Fitzgerald went back and got his degree. Yeah, he got his yeah. master's in photography. Really did. That. Good for him, man. He's not I, using that degree. How much do you think I got to pay to get a doctorate? A couple hundred. A couple hundred. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably a couple hundo. To who? No, you? just do it online. Grab somebody you know. Say, hey, take these courses for me. <laughs> throw my name on it. You know, it costs you six grand. So that house that Jay pay, uh, lives in, mm -hmm. up in the front there. I was going to turn that into a little workshop uh, for people to get me a degree. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just like six kids. Turn yeah. in his workshop. Yeah, just a, a week. bunch of computers. Yeah, like you're doing a freshman course. Yeah. You're doing sophomore. You're doing junior. We're doing senior. We're just getting out of here. A couple months, I think I'll become a doctorate. Easy. I don't want to scam the game, though. I'd like to earn it. I'm not scared to earn something. But I'm also never going to go back to school, hopefully. <laughs> Dr. So we'll McAfee. It would be cool, wouldn't it? be really cool. I watch Dr. Fitter once in a while, and I'm like, it would be cool to have that DR. <laughs> I mean, you could just do it. Well, I think I would just procreate. If you want to be a doctor, <laughs> you have to take the steps that a lot. Would you change up your signature? Yeah, well, Doc. I would just be Doc. Really? That's yeah, I would change Aww. my name right to Doc immediately. My kid's going to be named Doctor. We got a doctor yeah. in the family. Yeah. Don't need another one. <laughs> if you're thinking about not going to college, you can take some time and figure it out. And by the way, if you decide to go about your own thing and kind of try to create your own path and you fall flat on your face, then maybe you're like, you know what? 
now it's time to go get $100,000 worth of debt mm -hmm. and see if this school can help me. I don't think college is the only answer to success anymore. And I think we live in a good society because of that. Mm -hmm. Correct. Todd made his kid quit. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Smart. It's too fucking expensive. Especially if you're doing what we're doing, video editing, content, anything. You do not need a Wasn't degree. going for free? Yeah, yeah my kid was going for free, but still. <laughs> <laughs> it was a goddamn principle. Other people, it's expensive. <laughs> but, Foxy, you say that strictly because you learn what you have to do literally daily. Like, things change each yeah. day, right? There's no way that school can no. guess... Also, like when I went in college, it's not like Michigan State helped me, you know, learn what I did. I was shooting weddings. I was working for small businesses, yeah, yep. doing all that yep. shit. So I was doing it on my own. And then I was just going to class because my parents didn't go to college. So they're like, you have to go to college. Your profession is much different. Yes. Than a lot, though. You can learn everything I do on the Internet on YouTube. But I feel like everybody. Bless you. Who's a yawn, but thank you. Uh, I feel like a lot of people want to get into the social media yeah, world right. because yeah. everybody can be their own business on mm -hmm. the internet. And to do that, I don't think you have to go to production school. To no, do that. no, 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 no. Because we have watched people try to make internet content <laughs> sure. who have been to production school. Yep. And the only thing we see is wasted dollars. I promise day. you, they're 20 years behind. I they are like, 20 <laughs> years behind. Can we just think about just like taking the cash out from that department and just giving it to us? Can we just, right. instead of all of that, can we just do it just by, uh, by ourselves? Unbelievable. Here? It is. It is. Maybe one day though, we'll just start hiring like 45 people to do something for one shot. <laughs> Hilarious. You know what I mean? Yes. That'd be Let's nice. Get, we need two lighting people, a sound person, two camera people. Also, we need a, a PA, is that what they're called? Yep. Yeah. Um, two PAs, and also somebody bring me my coffee, please. Nine person. One of the lights don't turn on. It's like, oh, what's his uh, name didn't show up today? Uh, we'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait until he gets here. <laughs> what are we shooting today? Oh, swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it's like. It's absurd. I think we're in a hustler's paradise. I think that's the world we live in now. If you want to go get it, you can go get it. You don't have to go in debt to do it. But it is important to some people, so I respect it. But if you're going to be a doctor, please go get a degree because yes. we're going to need you at some point. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. we got a guy who scalps RVs driving for us. Yeah. 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 Who's I'm going to throw a pilot in there, too. Pilot oh, school. no. Uh, you heard these pilots are getting degrees overseas, and then they're coming over not prepared and just crashing motherfucking planes. Oh, that's not great. Don't love that. Don't love that. No. Hey, when we landed from New York, oh, my we hit the ground. <laughs> boom. 20 feet into the air, boom, then we landed. What happened? I don't know. A big bounce. It was the worst landing I've Have ever seen. Have you seen that video where the guy comes in for the landing, bounces, and then just they just go fucking yeah. right back into takeoff? I thought I thought we were going to have to land in like That's Columbus. That's a little, little, touch, that, and, little I, touch and go. Hey, yeah. That happened to me, Chuck Costanzo, uh, Dequel Jackson, and Mike Adams, Matt Conti from the Colts in Japan yeah. when we were landing in Japan. And we go down, and I think I told this story before, on these Japanese planes – um, they have screens that are very high tech. It's very nice. And the only thing that I could understand because the Japanese language is very different than ours. Oh, I yeah. can't stress enough very. how different the Japanese language is than ours. The only thing I could see is the amount of feet we were at. So the numbers were the same. So we were flying at like 35,000. I'm like, okay, so you're trying to piece it together. Like that one's ours right there, right? We couldn't listen or to anything. Was it meters? Uh, no, I think it was in feet. I honestly really? think it might have been in feet. So eh, it might have been in meters. I don't know, but it was a big number. It made sense to me, though, that that was the, how high we were above sea level. And it was like a two and a half, three hour flight. It was a long flight. 
Every announcement is in Japanese. The flight attendants did not speak English. They did oh. not like us. They told us to shush two times. Me and Chuck Pagano got shushed because we were laughing. It was like, oh my God, we're in a bad spot. <laughs> we were told, hey, as soon as we land here, like don't don't go many places. We're not loved. Just kind of stay together. The whole it was an interesting situation for sure. So we're sitting on this plane and the the numbers start dropping. I'm like, oh, I guess we're going in for landing. Announcement was, I guess we're going in for landing. This is awesome. And it's at like, whatever, 20,000, 15,000, 10,000, 5,000. It's very cloudy, very, very cloudy. So you can't see anything. It gets down. It's at like 5,000, 4,000, 3,000, 2,000. You still can't see anything. 1,000 and it gets down low. And then it's, then all of a sudden it's really, and then all of, we just feel a whoom. You just see like a 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. <laughs> the numbers just go back up Holy like a shit. fucking ticker all the way back up to 30,000. And then an announcement is made like, whatever it is and nobody is making a single sound me and chuck look at each other what the fuck is going on <laughs> what is going on here and then there was a japanese man on there who spoke english who was like uh they just said it got a little gusty down there we're gonna go back in for another round i'm like oh great <laughs> but this is how it ends this is how it ends right now on a plane that i can't even be told that i'm dying i'm gonna die we went back in for round two and we landed that thing it was an insane experience, though. Just watching those numbers go all the way down, almost like 200, and then ooh, right back up. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, they made an announcement. Nobody said a single word. Like, the Americans on there, we were the only ones scared shitless. Everybody else was just looking at us like we were a bunch of fucking soft asses. I'm like, oh, my God. Is this normal? Williams died. The lady gave us a shoot. <laughs> Chuck and I were laughing about something like, and I'm like, oh my god! And Chuck like joked with her, like he thought he was joking. He pointed at the person in front of him, and he was like, yeah, I know he won't stop. And the lady's like, no, like, oh, like, you really don't want us to talk. Got it? We'll shut the fuck up. Ooh, I have a question, lady. I just watched those numbers go down, and my, my fucking stomach just came up. Is there? Are we going up? Now? It was wild. <laughs> wild scene. Plane travel could scare you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate it. <coughs> it's the worst. Especially like in that situation where they don't, no one on the staff or the speaks crew English. speaks English because something goes wrong. We got nothing. You want to know what the fuck they're saying. I wish, though, that there would be some website that would show you all the successful landings. Oh, mm. yeah. You know, like a website that That'd just said every plane that took off and every plane that landed successfully. Because the only things you hear about. Correct. Are the bad ones. Mm -hmm. The only movies that are made are about the bad situations that end up good. There's never any like, here's a movie about a successful flight. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There's nothing, which, by the way, majority of my flights have been. And that's like what I always tell myself when I'm walking on a plane. Like, thousands of these things go on every day. It's so routine. Every you don't even got to talk about it or think about it unless it goes bad. And then you get on there, and then all of a sudden you feel the thing. You're like, oh, these things do go down. <laughs> <laughs> these, hey. Is this is this the one that's going to go down? Hey. And then all of a sudden you land again. And you're like, oh, wow, I was so stupid for even thinking. <laughs> Talk to your bird before you get to the there nest, you go. man. You got oh to. yeah, got I know to. you patting that thing on the side is hilarious. Hey, I, I did it job. on my trip out of New York. Good, she does her job. I'll do mine. I was so tired and I got on late. I was um, I got in during like zone five was loading, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm sitting in the front, and I patted the thing, and somebody was already sitting in my seat. Oh. 
So it was like some friend that saw the thing get open. I was like the second to last person yeah. on there. They were sitting in the back of the plane. They were sitting in my seat. So I did like the full plane thing because I was so tired and slap happy. I was like, all right, here we go. I'm almost home from a 10-day <laughs> trip. Let's get home, right? And the flight attendant's like, uh, you can't bring that bag in here. I had my carry-on. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll just put it under my seat or, or above or whatever. She's like, oh, the upper bins are full. I was like, in the front? She was like, oh, no, they're filled. They're like, yeah, thank you, lady. Like, uh, thanks, I understand. And then I get there, and somebody's in my seat, and I'm like, oh, no, this conversation has to happen. And as soon as I look, the person goes, nope, I'm not supposed to be here. And just gets up and like, oh, I like give a fist bump. I'm like, thank you so much. And uh, kind of off we go. The, me dressing in jorts gets me in some bad spots. Damn people. These no people. Respect. Dude, it does. Hey, whatever happened to not judging Seriously. a book by its cover? Seriously, I went out the window a long time. Golden rule. Yeah, I mean, we couple all. couple books did some bad shit, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, no, we can judge. Like for instance, yeah. the Zito Connor book did some bad shit. That's why the RV rental lady didn't want to give the keys over. Yeah, mm-hmm. and look what happened. That book, the pages, we read right through those things, and she was a hundred percent right. <laughs> uh, there's, two, there's two parts to it. The first part was good. The second part was good. Uh, who knew that the end was going to be a tragedy? <laughs> good ending. I think uh, I think everybody kind of guessed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that lady did. She did from the get go. Oh yeah, she really should have held, held on to those keys. <laughs> should have held on to those keys. <laughs> you had to find them from her. Yeah, yeah. Lady, yeah, we're not going to wreck the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think we're going to do? Uh, we got a chance to catch up with a guy who is near and dear to all of us, oh, yeah. and it was a thirty-five minute conversation about everything. And I'm going to tell you, I don't. I don't think a lot of people are are that funny when it comes to professional athletics. I think there's a lot of people who are athlete funny. I think there's a lot of people, and a lot of people describe me as that, which is cool with me. But I think there's a levels to it. I would like to put myself up in the higher athlete funny thing. This next guy, I genuinely laugh right at his face on a very <laughs> I think he is one of the funniest humans in existence. He should not be where he's at right now. He knows it. We know it. And we just get to enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to like this. Joining us now via satellite from the desert, Phoenix, Arizona. He's a bald man. He's a graduate from Pennsylvania State University. He's been on 45 NFL teams. He's been around the league twice and has come back many different times. He was a special teams all-star where he led wedges all around the league for kickoff return teams. He was a fullback where he just dove headfirst into different piles and tried to clear the way. (laughs) Now... You will see him as the starting center for the Arizona Cardinals, entering year 11 in the NFL from Moon Township, Western Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic League Hall of Famer, Alan Quay A.Q. Shipley. And more importantly, co-host, of that talkie talk. Let's go. You are a professional podcaster. Good plug there. That is rule number one of podcasting is plugging your podcast. How has that talkie talk been? We are in the NHL playoffs. There was five games last night. Shout out to the Penguins getting a big win last night. I like uh, every time the Penguins start out, want to know, have you enjoyed doing that talkie talk? Yeah, we won. We won. <laughs> Thank you. We won. We won. I love what's happening right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Winners. Just winning. I love it. 
Yeah, it's been fantastic. Two good guys, bunch of degenerates listening, bunch of degenerates hosting. Can't beat it. It's perfect. I enjoy you getting into the podcasting world because, I mean, you're going to be a center in the NFL next year uh, for another year. You're going to be another successful professional football player, but it's smart to think about post-career every once in a while, and you have a pretty average personality. You might as well spill that into a fucking <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Average personality equals average podcast, and that's that's what I'm working for. Uh, AQ, you are a part of the lucky batch of NFL teams that gets to start their offseason training early because you have a new head coach. The Arizona Cardinals have already started their offseason. Um, by the way, volunteer, volunteer workouts. Yeah. AQ, I assume you're going, right? You're going in there because you're a volunteer. I'm a football guy. I mean, that's what football guys do. We go to football. Yeah, whenever you can go to football, you go to football. How has it been with Cliff Kingsbury? How was his first team meeting? Did he, like, really command the room? He's a child. How did it go? No, it's great. I mean, he's, he's fantastic. He, um, he's he got a ton of energy, keeps the meeting short, which I love. Uh, he's, he's straight to the point, in and out. He says what he's got to say, and then, you know, break it up and get into get into your position rooms. And um, it's been fast moving, this this – um, this first week is just, I mean, we've basically installed the whole offense. we got quizzes every day. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty good stuff, and we're moving fast. He's getting crushed by the OGs of the football world for saying that there will be cell phone breaks in meetings. I went on the record of saying this has been happening for a long time. It just wasn't deemed a cell phone break, even though that's what it was. It was a cell phone break, but it was just deemed a break, bathroom break, a five-minute break, kind of a refresh reset. Uh, has the team reacted well? to cliff kingsbury and his style of coaching thus far these first couple of days yeah i mean it's been great and like you and i spoke about this and you you just mentioned it there it's like this has been going on forever it's just the fact that um because he used the term cell phone break it's like we, we, we get an uproar like oh what? these meatheads should just do football 24 <laughs> right <laughs> like no guys we we need a break we have the uh, attention span of a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so we do need our breaks, and it, it it ends up working out well. It's just unfortunate that people people run with you know one word one word cliche answers that somebody says in a in an owners meeting or whatever. What is his message what? been? What is it? We're like we're gonna rebuild. Is it a reload? We're just gonna do it day by day. What is Cliff Kingsbury a big message? There really is no message, and I and I kind of appreciate that. I, I there's was, no I was cliche. <laughs> I get weary of the cliche. When you come in with a slogan, hard to trust you. Hard to trust you. <laughs> really hard. So, uh, yeah, he's been he's been good. He just came in, and just kind of went about it like, hey, this is day one. We're gonna get to work, and that's it. There was no there was no t shirt made. There was no nothing. It was just kind of let's let's roll. You told me that he's known as a grinder, like a guy who just loves watching film and he loves being in the building. I would have never guessed that. And this is me judging a book strictly by the cover because he's attractive, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever you see like an attractive younger guy who seems to, you see pictures of him having a good time, I think that might, for some people, be a recipe to judge him as like, oh, this guy isn't a grinder. He's not up early. He's not staying late. You said the complete opposite. He's a fucking, he's in, like he's relentless almost. I'm telling you, I mean, from the, from the, you know, I was, I, I haven't missed a day cause I've been there every day for rehab. And so I'm in there and I go in the equipment room, the training room. I'm like, Hey, have you guys seen Cliff? Like, have you guys talked to him? When, this is right after he got hired. And they're like, Oh yeah. Like everybody that has, has said anything about him is 
he's in there at four thirty in the morning. He's Jesus. in his office breaking down tape, rolling, you know, with football uh, films from whether it's college, whether it's free agents, whether it's whatever. I mean, he just got to work. That's incredible. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. That's good for Arizona Cardinals. They got a guy. Hopefully, hopefully you guys got a guy. I mean, you just went through yeah. quite a little phase there where you had a guy, he wasn't a guy, got rid of the guy, and needed a new guy, <laughs> and now here we are. There's a lot of questions. Here we are. Uh, was Josh Rosen at these volunteer workouts? Yeah, uh, he is. And actually, I mean, I'm sure you saw the report. He was the first one there on Monday, and whatever happens, I mean, you can't control it. What's hey. going on, guys? What do you mean? What's going on? No, that was me looking at the room going, how about that? Yeah, Josh yeah, Rosen, yeah. first hey. one, I, I literally just gave a look to the room of how about that? I didn't expect How about that, right? I mean, it's um, that, that's the one thing. Like, again, whatever whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and um, he's going about it the right way. And if he's here, fantastic. He's handling it the right way. And if he's not, like, I will be the first one to say how professional he handled this whole situation. And, and um, nobody knows what's going to happen. But again, and who knows how he's going to, how he, what, what his mind's thinking. But um, I've been impressed so far in the way that he's handled it. You got to control the controllables. Mm. Thank you. Yep. Mm -hmm. You got to control the That's been the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of controlling controllables, uh, you and I are both from the city of Pittsburgh. And yeah. the city of Pittsburgh had a football team there for a while, professional football team for a while. That was a reality TV show. It was a reality TV show. There was more shit happening off the field than on the field. And that is a true statement. Have you seen the most recent situations between the Juju and the Antonio Brown via text message and Twitter and everything like that? I have. This, this is wild. Wild. That, mean, this, this is, is insane. wild. Insanity, really. I mean, this is like a situation where you thought like these guys were like boys, right? Like mm -hmm. they're teammates, they're boys. You see this, and then like celebrating together on the field, calling yeah. God together, like whichever God they're calling, <laughs> calling yeah. God together. It's like, I, and then it, it turns out in a five week span, now all of a sudden we hate each other. Like I'm so confused, very confused. This 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 weighs not weighs, yeah. Heavy in the favor of the Yinzers who oh, were yeah. saying yes. that Antonio Brown was jealous of Juju. Mm -hmm. And they've been saying that this whole time. I'm like, no, that's not the case. Antonio Brown was hating how Ben Roethlisberger was throwing people under the bus. He's actually a great teammate. That's what I was saying this whole time. Then all this thing comes out, and the Yinzers are like, no, we told you he was just jealous of Juju Diggs. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, that's a thousand percent. AB, he, he has not been the same since perfect hit him a few years ago. He's just he's just out of his mind. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's coming. He When he posted that picture of Juju asking for help as a college athlete to someone who's at the top of their game and make, and thinking that made Juju look bad was just the icing on top of the cake for for us Yinzers. You think AB was happy that Juju started showing up and dancing in his Pizza Hut commercials? No. You think he was happy about that? Hmm. I don't no. know. I, no. I, I I don't know. Well, <laughs> and then all even I, Lev came called out. Better, AB. He needs better friends. Like he needs better friends. There's been plenty of times where I've wanted to react. Oh yeah. Quite like AB, and I send Pat a text, and I say, "Hey man, how's this sound? Goes, sounds fantastic." <laughs> if you want to never speak to this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so, a, hey, that's a real thing, by the way. This, that this is, is a it. true story, and so he needs more people like you in his life. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a couple of times I should have probably asked around too before, <laughs> before I did something. I hope that gets all figured out. Lev Bell and uh, James Conner uh, explain. They seem like the best of friends. Yeah, they really do. And I think Happy that for each other. I think that's a cool thing though because 
That is something that doesn't get talked about a lot because in the NFL, whenever you're training somebody who's younger than you or helping out somebody who's younger than you, you're literally helping somebody that's going to replace mm-hmm. your job, right? Mm-hmm. So some quarterbacks get buried for it, like, oh, he's not going out of his way to help this younger quarterback. It's like, well, there's a lot of money to be had here <laughs> yeah. if that person gets better. But then a majority, though, of the OGs in the NFL, they help out the people that are like T.Y. Hilton, Reggie Wayne, and I, everybody knows, have not had many conversations with each other. But T.Y. Hilton will credit Reggie Wayne for why T.Y. Hilton is successful, for the way he looked out for him. And ultimately, at the end of the Reggie Wayne's run with the Colts, having T.Y. Hilton may have been a reason for why they didn't want or need Reggie back. Yeah, as sure, well. yeah. So in the end, that it, like there's so many stories where people... People are like, take somebody under their wing. Who's somebody that did that for you whenever you were younger, AQ? Who's an OG offensive lineman that was like, hey, this is how you do things. This is how you should act, like that type of shit. Or who's somebody you watched and you're like, oh, that's what I should be like? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember like my room here and I, you know, the squad in Pittsburgh and uh, had to have been Justin Hartwick, who was the center there. Um, learned a ton from him. And then uh, 2013, when my career started, kind of taken off and I'm starting games now. And then Marshall Yonda when I was in Baltimore. I mean, those are two guys that I can think of that I leaned heavily on um, just for advice and whatnot. But going back to the whole replacing thing, I remember having this conversation with Kevin Colbert of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm a rookie. I just finished my lift. I'm walking down the hall and it's like mid-season. It's like October. I'm on the practice squad. I'm on nothing at that point. Red shirt. Like, hey, it's a red shirt year. Like, hey, I'm going hey. to find your replacement. Hey, that's a red shirt year. What did he say to you? I'm so sorry. He goes, I'm going to find your replacement. That's what he said. Like, and he was literally going to scout, like to find some. I didn't expect it to be four months later. (laughs) But I was out and I was moving on. And there there we are. But that that's the reality at the end of the day. They're constantly looking for, even if it's Peyton Manning, right? I mean, they're constantly going to try and find that next guy. Yep. You're a piece of gum, man. As soon as your flavor runs out, there's another piece of gum to put in there. Do you feel obligated to help out younger players, whether they're offensive linemen or anybody uh, just in general? When Because you've been around a long time, man. A decade plus in the NFL is nothing. Hey, ain't nothing to sneeze no. at. Hey, 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 look at him. Hey, little round guy. Hey, little guy with a big belly, short arms there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Face looks thin, um, yeah, I mean, I think you have to. I mean, I think that's part of the shield. There's my cliche word of the day. <laughs> hey. right? You gotta, you gotta kind of help out, and you gotta kind of bring the young guys along. But um, you don't want to give them the keys to the car completely, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, I, you, you help them enough, but yeah, at the end of the day, you don't want to. You also want to keep your job. So there's there's a fine line to walk there. I can completely understand that. I mean, you should see with me talking to Zito. I mean, <laughs> Zito and I were competing for being the driver of the RV full time. <laughs> yeah. And there are certain things that I do when I'm driving that I should have probably told him beforehand. Like, yeah. for instance, like when a bridge is coming up, maybe eyeball that thing. Just see <laughs> an awning, same type of thing. He had to learn that from his own experiences. Yep. And now he'll be a better driver for it. Way just better. like those younger guys will be for you not giving them the keys to the castle. Oh, I mean, that's a move. Zito. I'm telling you, that's a move I would make too. I mean, like, Thank let's you. just go for this damn thing. And if we wreck, we wreck. Here we go. Uh, for the record, I was told by yellow shirts. So I was kind of pushed to the situation, but hmm. free Zito. I'm going to give you, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say you made the decision. That's, that's <laughs> AQ, have you seen the video? 
I watched it on uh, maybe 13 times. <laughs> <laughs> so did uh, so everybody in my family has watched that video multiple times. Sam's family, everybody in Sam's family has watched it multiple oh, times. No. It's hard not to just really oh, once you see what's happening, it's hard not to go back and be like, okay, let's go back and watch how fast that really was going. His reaction, the immediate blame to others. I mean, it was it was picture perfect of a video that should be great to watch forever. I think that thing's going to be a cult classic. I think I'm going to watch oh, yeah. that probably 20, 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Disney movies. Still, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, who's going to win the Stanley Cup, AQ? It's a great question. I mean, as a homer, I'm, I'm going to say the Penguins. In reality, there's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of good teams, a lot of good matchups. And at the end of the day, playoff hockey, there's nothing like it, and that's why you play the games. Um, is Michael Francesa back there? Is Michael Francesa back there, Ty? Yeah, yeah, he is. Hey, can you ask him to give a similar answer to what AQ just gave about who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Yeah, sure. Hey, Mike, Francesa, I don't know if you just heard what AQ said. He basically just gave a no answer at all, but complimented everything. Is, uh... I played that real political. Political. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, you look at the, uh, the Penguins, they look – you know, pretty good. Uh, the uh, the Las the Las Vegas Knights they got a couple guys who can score. Uh, the uh, the uh, are the are the Flyers in the playoffs this year? Flyers are not no, in the playoffs. Okay. No, no, the Flyers. Flyers, are, the Flyers are behind the wall. Okay. Uh, well, the, uh, the Lightning have a couple guys who can skate pretty well. Pretty good. Uh, the, don't hey, don't sleep on the Blue Jackets. Okay? They they are, they are pretty good as well. So. You know, Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Let me redo this. I just gave you a fucking answer like I was talking to Josh Weinfuss of ESPN or something. The Penguins are going to win, yeah! damn it. There we go. Yeah, he took a stand. Hey, you don't, you don't stand for anything. You don't stand for something. You fall for anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're balding up there. <laughs> Is that what you were pointing at, or what were you pointing at? Yeah. Fucking this. The RV. The nothing. AQ had to grow his hair out for his, uh, for his uh, big event uh -huh. when we were younger. First wedding. You can say it. All right, good. I didn't want to. His first wedding, he had to grow his hair out because yeah, yeah. that was a big part of it. And man, I ain't never seen somebody go through many so many awkward phases of hair. Like you know, when your hair gets like I'm in an awkward phase right now, but I'm gonna. I look so fucking dumb. It's not even funny. It was, it was everybody that was friends with AQ was like. Uh, like, can we not just go with the bald head for the? <laughs> nope, gotta go with the long hair. It was uh, asked upon to have the long hair. I'm like, yeah, but you'll literally never look like that ever again. Another day yeah. in your life, and it was like, uh, I'm happy. Shaved, I think I think I shaved my head the next day, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. The next morning, the next morning, he shaved his. I think you would have done it that night if you weren't so busy. I think you would have came off. You have a good bald head, though. I feel good about it. <laughs> Yeah, you, I feel good about it. You look like you Strong. maybe you had. Uh, I, had a double, I had a double check that right there. I feel good about it. Yeah, you should. You look like AQ. You look like you had nappy hair before, <laughs> like real, like thick. Brisk, That's your goatee, like I bristles. Assume. Yeah, I'm just judging by your goatee. How, what was the hair like hey, Todd. before? Todd, Yo. I started balding in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, so I'm not sure what my fucking hair was. <laughs> uh, AQ uh, hosts That's Hockey Talk with Frank Moraldo and Jeffrey Gorman here. Just like Nick Diggs and myself, AQ is from Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. big-time hockey town, diehard hockey fan. The hockey town. The hockey town. <laughs> of the modern century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, modern history. Yeah. 
what are you going to say? Bruins? Go Bruins. They're go not Bruins. even in the fucking running. Yeah, All I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, they are. Type in the Google machine, <laughs> Hockey Town, and see what pops up. Oh, okay? boy, Foxy. I do. Yeah. I type in there, Hockey Town, yeah, Pittsburgh, PA. Yep. You're that. <laughs> you're you're spelling it wrong, Foxy. Yeah. 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 C-A-H-N. C-A-H-N. That's how you got to spell it. We need to make it. You making your way back to the igloo this playoffs? They they get to the cup or the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm coming back for sure. Oh. I don't like the schedule though. They keep they keep the way the fact that they're not at home first puts us in a Sunday Tuesday. I can't really make it for those. Those are tough days because you're in the middle of these volunteer workouts. Gotta go though. Gotta go. Oh, people are trying to replace me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask the new coach off for Penguins playoff game. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Nah, no, it doesn't work that way. You're not a big hockey guy. Down in Texas. <laughs> no, big Lubbock, Texas guy. I don't think he's a dog. I don't think he knows what it is. <laughs> um, you have three guitars hanging behind you. We listened to you play one of them earlier. What are some other hobbies of the island? Quay Shipley is guitar. Golf. You golf. Like- Out in the desert, just playing oh, golf. Masters. Mm-hmm. The Masters is this weekend. Couch, watch hockey and the Masters all weekend. Yeah, starts today. That's all I'm doing. Do, who, do you, who do you got winning the Masters? Oh, I go Tiger every year. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Every year. That a boy. Me too. Me too. Every year. And so. If you're not rooting for Tiger, what are you doing in life? What are we doing? Not, nothing right. You're not watching. You're not watching. You got to root for. The only people not rooting for Tiger, I bet, are the diehard golf fans, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The diehard golf fans who enjoy the way this guy's short game is. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the way this guy approaches the course and attacks the course. I mean, at this point, yeah. it's Tiger, I'm, Phil, or DJ, who I'm rooting for. Right. I'm, I'm coming around yeah. on Phil Mickelson, by the way, for that story Jake Owen told on the Foreplay podcast. How about that? Phil Mickelson just punking Jake Owen right in his motherfucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jake Owen, but I like that Phil Mickelson story a lot. I also like he did. Um, he did something for his calf exercise. Oh, sitting. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. that's great. I think I might be becoming a Phil Mickelson guy. I've his always, Instagram game has really stepped his, yes. his, his respect yep. level up. Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows Phil Mickelson is probably the most famous number two of all time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you got Powerade, Adidas there for a long time was number two. Number two from Austin Powers. Number two, Ticonderoga. Uh, number mm-hmm. two. Great one. Phil Mickelson was always number two right there behind Tiger, so I never really thought about giving him a chance. But now that I'm starting to learn about this fellow a little bit, I think I'm a big fan it's of this fellow. Big oh, yeah. degenerate. Yeah, did you yeah. see yeah. yesterday there was a video that came out as him on the practice uh, tees, and he had just a couple crisp hundos <laughs> hanging out of his pocket. <laughs> 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 well, taking, base, taking baseball swings with his golf club. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, guy. I saw him doing that. He's it's so reckless. smooth. Whenever I was golfing with you in Arizona. Foxy and I were golfing with you. Mm-hmm. You started quoting Phil Mickelson for shots. Like, oh, there's dew on the ground. Ball's going to travel two to four yards shorter. Phil Mickelson <laughs> told me that. You remember when you said that? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. What do you do? Do you Are you really trying to I got st- a video of you bending a, a little chip shot around a tree, and you going, I did it like old Philly. <laughs> <laughs> do you try to really become a good golfer, or are you just out there hacking around? I mean, I will never take a lesson. I got too much pride in that, but I am completely okay <laughs> shooting I-70s here and there. I, that. Ooh, I feel yeah. like every professional, uh, though, is okay, known to have a lesson. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I think, like, the pros, like, they take only lessons. Bubba. Yeah, Bubba's yeah, the coaches. only one who does it. Yeah. I, see, I don't think that's 100% true either. I don't think so either. Hey, Bubba wouldn't lie. I thought they have swing coaches, multiple of them. Yeah, they yeah, have they caddies, do. Yeah. swing they do. coaches. And- don't believe in them. I don't believe in them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the offensive They're going to try and change too much of what I do, and I'm okay with what I do. 
Hey, that's how I feel about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let that be known. Mm-hmm. First don't off, change the recipe. AQ, they probably don't have your build either, so they don't know things that you can and can't do. That's exactly the way I. That's exactly the way I think. You know how exactly. you know how Lou Holtz <laughs> talks about a bumblebee not being able to fly because yeah. the wings are too small for the body. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is Lou Holtz back there? Yeah, hey Pat, how you doing today? I love the bumblebee. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So I call it Lou had a stroke. <laughs> I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> that did not sound like Lou Holtz. I'm literally cramping right now. Well, oh, it's a rib cramp too. <laughs> Just like he started to slide into another character. Just like Lou Holtz is not. Just like bumblebees aren't supposed to fly. Yeah. AQ Shipley's not supposed to be able to golf. He's the bumblebee. Yeah, he's the of bumblebee golf. of golf. Yep. We're doing an interview. He's the bumblebee of golf. Sweat right now. He's, he's really digging in. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a T Rex body. He's got a T Rex body. Yeah. His arms are too short for his body. He's round. He's a little bit stiff up top. He's huge. He's like Wreck It Ralph right. on he's top. Got, yeah. He's got a he's got a knee surgery he just comes out of. But his golf swing is somehow incredibly mm-hmm. smooth. Like very very smooth. You're not supposed to be as good of a golfer as you are. I mean, I appreciate that. I. I took a lot of shots. <laughs> I just swing and hope for the best. And a couple times, I really, I really let that thing just send. I let it send. Yeah, you do. How's parenting? Oh, parenting's awesome. She's uh, she just turned eleven months. So hey, next hey, month, hey, look at her. Almost a year with this thing. Almost a year, and she's happy, and she's growing, and I think I think we're doing a good job. You were. You were in Mission Control Center all by yourself with that baby. Uh, just a couple all of months. All by yourself. It was just you, a house with a lot of things to potentially fuck this whole thing up <laughs> with, and that goddamn baby. The mom was out of town for the weekend, and honestly, I didn't know if you were going to get through it. It sounds as if that went okay. It went beyond okay. And let me tell you something. Ma, I'm going to get killed. I know I'm going to get killed for this. But- Crushed. Crushed. This is why I asked uh, the question, by the way, so you can <laughs> yeah. potentially so bury yourself. Crush. Yeah, right. No matter how hard it is, no matter how Keep difficult going. it is on the weekend, when when my wife calls from out of town, how'd she do tonight? I'm in a full sweat. I changed outfits four times because <laughs> I'm sweating through shirt. <laughs> Babe, she's so easy. I don't know why you make this thing. Sound <laughs> 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 because you have to sell that it isn't that hard so that in the future whenever it's coming back at you you can just be like oh babe you remember whenever you went out of town i I didn't even have a problem at all not a single problem that was easy i mean i got her to bed she ate it was perfect (laughs) (laughs) it was a nightmare though it was a nightmare oh it gets tough sometimes (laughs) there's just no you time at all like that 20 minutes you want to watch tv it doesn't happen if you it just doesn't happen there's nobody to pass off to nobody to pass off still happy you had a baby though right yeah yeah absolutely best thing ever it really is why do people say that because they have to because there's nothing like it i mean i could i I mean honestly i could get mother fucked up and down at a practice all day long i could come home and she 
at 11 months, like the minute she sees me, like her only word, it might be the only word she knows. But to me, every time she says Dada, it, it, it likes me. It literally, if mom's running at her, she says Dada too, but it's okay. So, <laughs> so, oh, so, so Dada was the first word? Oh, yeah. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Good win. Good win. That's a win. That's a win. I take all the wins I can get in this thing. <laughs> How mad was she? Mom, your wife. She's still mad to this point. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like, the nanny tries to get her to say like Elmo before mom. And it's like, it's like a joke at this point. We're trying to get her to say every word but mom at this point. That's not bad. Just you, the baby, and the nanny teaming up on mom's confidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. AQ, how old is your daughter going to be in 13 months? That a boy. Oh, good question. <laughs> I, I, I mean, 24 months, right? God damn it. <laughs> don't be that parent that says, how old is she? She's 24. She's two, two years, years old. old. Two years old. She's two right? years two old. Years old. <laughs> I, the, the families that say she's like, oh, she's 37 months old. Is, they're the worst. Don't be that parent. Yeah, and it's not a dachshund. It's a wiener dog, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what Amen. I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. I just wanted to make Come you on. be a parent that says two years. What if he says 12 months next month? It's tough. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. I would think a lot differently. Tony Landscape. Then, then, then you're banned from the show for three months, right? <laughs> sure. That yeah. is. I, I don't make those rules. Until but. the baby's 15 months, yeah. Until she's 15 months. <laughs> then, yeah, exactly. What do you say then? A year, a year and three months? Almost a year That's and a half. Almost a year and a half. Yeah, three months. Yeah, you got to break it somewhere. You want to be at Little League, be like, hey, he's 150 months. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he can't? Yeah, he's of age. Where are you going to have your daughter do the sports? I mean, that's the plan. That's golf, the plan. Golf, probably? Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start taking her. Once you can walk, I'm going to start taking her over the, uh, to the driving range. Oh, country club kid. Yeah, country club kid, just mm, like Foxy. Fucking right. Fucking right, pigs. <laughs> Ten years in the NFL. Fucking right. <laughs> hey, it's a good life, AQ. It's a good life. <laughs> uh, you need to get video and photos so that they can do the Eldrick Woods with his dad thing later whenever she's taking over the LPGA. Yeah, that's the that's – the, you're right. You know, it's funny. It's funny. I try – like I give her, you know, like a little like – it's like a little squishy like – basketball and i try and get her to throw and she just like flings it up in the air and i'm like you know what like she's gonna be an athlete like she's gonna be an athlete. <laughs> yeah. but i'm sure there's like clips of like another 11 month old out there that's literally throwing it 15 yards <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. well you know, everybody always says their baby's the smartest mm -hmm. and in the 99 percentile and all these things and i'm like i think that's just the doctor's standard answer to you mm -hmm. like i think the doctor just tells every baby unless it's a very dumb baby mm -hmm. it, if a dumb baby walks in there, you got the smartest baby we've seen in at least a week or two. <laughs> Every baby I've ever heard is the smartest, the most athletic, and the most uh, advanced than any baby, other babies at age. Yep. Every single one. And Facebook's filled with them. I think you should start saying that about our most athletic 11-month-old on the planet. Start the branding now? Yes. Yep. Yep. I think we start doing that right now. All right. Perfect. <laughs> are, you, are you guys going to have another child, or is this it? Yeah, we're, we're going to keep going. Oh, so after experiencing, you're like, yeah, I want another one? Yeah, I mean, like I said, this one's been really easy, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did say that. You did say that. All right, man. We got to get out of here. Let's go, Pens. Huh? Let's go, Pens. What if they lost last night? That would be a real bummer. Don't even say it. No, keep it going. They, they've already won. We, yeah. We're keeping it rolling. I We're just the atmosphere is going to be electric in there. I want to let you guys know that I, anytime I watch the Penguins, normally good things happen. So it's true. Here I'm we go. be tuning nice. in tonight. 
I'm gonna be tuning tune in. in. I'm gonna tune in tonight. I'm gonna make sure I watch every single <laughs> shift tonight, Nick. You can I think watch had, as much as I you think want. we've had this conversation actually, where I'm superstitious big time when I watch these Penguins game. Like if my wife is sitting next to me and the other team scores a goal, she's never allowed on that. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, I go like walk back in the living room, and be like sit on the floor. <laughs> I am a curse to the Pittsburgh. Just Penguins. don't tweet about them. Calling I a am, lock. I, I am just, a curse. Uh, to don't the put Pittsburgh that out Penguins. there. Yeah, don't 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 put the 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 bad juju on us. Don't well, do I want to watch. You I want to watch. You can watch. Just don't call them a lock. That's all. It is a lock. Yeah. What is it? It's the Penguins they, in the playoffs. They're, they're it's up, a lock. Two nothing, and then you're like, right. oh, they're winning the series, and I'm then put, they come back. And lose I'm putting a tweet out right now. Penguins in the playoffs. Consider that a lock. Can <laughs> Penguins in the playoffs? face right now. I just died AQ's a little face inside. too. He's sweating. He's sweating more now than oh, he was. Boy. Give me another heart attack over here. This is not good for my health. Go ahead and lock that in tonight. Go ahead and lock that in tonight. This is a disaster. Better grab that guitar and sing that swan song, AQ. I'm not even going to watch a game tonight. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> San Jose Sharks game. It's a lock. <laughs> oh, I mean, sorry. It's a lock, AQ. It's a lock. The Penguins are going to win because it's the Penguins in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But they- don't even watch it then. What? Don't even watch the game then, right? That's what you're telling me? You, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> it's just the Penguins in the playoffs. This is what I, this is hockey season. This is hockey talk. This is what I'm here for. Penn's gonna win it all. Tonight's a lock. Probably 4 0 this first series here if I had to guess. I see they still still got Sid. Still got Sid. Still got Malkin. Still got Gino. Still got the greatest American hero ever to live, Phil Kessel. Still got him. <laughs> Two-time Stanley Cup champion, Matt Murray. Still there. Lock. Gensylvania. <laughs> it's a guarantee. Well, everybody needs to know this is a guarantee for tonight. This is a lock it in. I don't like what I just did there. I'm so thankful. Hey, the Jake last... Gensel, 42 points in 37 playoff games. Look at that. Yeah. Young stud. Young, young sniper. Love that plug Jake right Ken- there, Nick. That's what I'm talking about, Nick. Keep throwing those plugs in there. That's what we do. That's hockey talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the... um. Gensel won't make the mistake of when his contract is up going and taking big bucks somewhere, right? Already signed a new one. That's what I'm talking about. For how much? Six mil a year. Young. Five stuff. for 30. Look at him. Got him cheap. Got him cheap. Got him cheap. Signed it before this season. Goes on to score 40 goals this season. Well, wow. that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's for cheap, though. I think he understands being on Sidney Crosby's line has some, some fucking benefiting facts. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Because just like the South Park guys. The one guy was offered a massive amount of money to go do his own show, and he was like, "Listen, this is mostly this guy's brain. I'm just here for it." <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was one that guy. Trey or Trey Parker, Matt Stone. The guy with the fro was offered to leave. The other guy mm. with the blonde hair, Got it. Yeah, I yeah. guess, is the brains behind the whole yeah. thing. Mm. The just one- like us. <laughs> well, <laughs> the one guy though was offered like, "Hey, you can come do this somewhere," and he was like, "No, no, no, I'm not going to do that." Mm-hmm. And that's what Gensel did. Gensel's like, "No, no, no, I'm not going to just go take the big payment here." I very much understand that being on a line with the greatest hockey player to ever skate on the ice is probably helping me out a bit. Six million dollars a year is a hell of an amount of cash. I can mm-hmm. take care of everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a great yeah. deal. It's a very fair deal. He could have got more somewhere else. Exactly. He could always get paid down the line. Too. Or he could have held out and squeezed them for more. He didn't. Huh. Good guy. Good man. That's why I like him. That's what I'm talking about, Gens. That's how you win championships. That's how I know they're a lock. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Can I futures bet them to sweep this series? Sure. Sure. Don't do that. Go ahead and lock that one in, too. Lock That's a guarantee. In. They're going to sweep this series. Lock that one in. Who's next? Goldberg. Who's next series? Washington. Washington. Oh, lock it in. 
Washington. They won the cup. Fucking guarantee. Wow. <laughs> That's a guarantee. We ain't going to do what we did last year. That's probably four. Now we're eight games in. Now we're eight games mm-hmm. in. We're past yep. Tampa. Who are we playing? Bruins. Tampa would be after Bruins. that, probably. Tampa? Bruins. Historically. Some of the full body cramps stopping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen. This is a little magic eight ball here for the NHL playoffs. I'm happy I could do this for people. Uh, after we take on probably the Bruins or oh, yeah, for sure. Tampa, strictly for the Boston Connor bump. They're for sure. Probably winning four games there, and then what? Now it's the Stanley Cup Finals. You got it. So we're 12 games in. We're rested. We feel good. Going to sweep the Stanley Cup. That's, talk, that's what I'm talking about. That's an epic playoff run. That'd be a hell of a hey, run. good job. That's a guarantee. Lay it down. Fourth yeah. cup for Sid. Going to have to find a place to bet it at. But <laughs> find a bet. <laughs> it. Well, we're going to have fun. <laughs> a lot of things have happened in the last 24 hours. We talked about that earlier in the show. Um, We're fluid. We adapt. Yeah, we do adapt. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. That's a guarantee. I'm happy we can do that. AQ, you got any locks this year for the Arizona Cardinals? We're going to be better. <laughs> I know that much. Love that. We're going to be better. Okay. Got no yeah. Yeah. Hey. There you go. I'll be excited to see how the draft goes. I'm, uh, I think I'm announcing a draft pick, by the way. Are you? At the draft, yeah. You think if they call me to announce a draft pick, that means it's the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. The year I retired, the other, they had you doing? the other two people who retired the same year as me, they got to announce a pick, and then an orangutan from the, the zoo here in Indianapolis announced a pick. <laughs> I did not. I did not. It was, True story. It was Robert Mathis, <laughs> Joe Wright's. And an orangutan. <laughs> and I, it was us three that retired that year. <laughs> so here we are a couple years later, and I'm getting my shot. I'm getting my shot. Oh, I'm the- really pumped for you, man. I'm really pumped for the trajectory that we're going at. <laughs> Nick wants me to wear an orangutan T-shirt. Oh, you have to. <laughs> Nick wants me to wear like an orangutan. Oh, that would be yeah. so You think the orangutan's on call right epic. now just in case you back up? <laughs> <laughs> we got one of them fucking monkeys available. <laughs> Mac, if he drops out. Yeah, but. It's good to be here. It's great to be here. I'm gonna turn that thing into a full diatribe for sure. Got to. I'm gonna cut. A, I'm gonna cut a full promo on the, for the city of Indianapolis. Well, let's go. Next pick will be coming up. It's gonna be awesome. Anyways, hey, thanks for stopping by, man. Cheers, guys. Good luck to the Arizona Cardinals. Thank you. Thank you. Can you play a little guitar riff to send us out here from uh, AQ Shipley's studio in his house where there is a baby present somewhere? Uh, from AQ Shipley's studio, here's a man and his guitar. Listen, this is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Western Pennsylvania, 11-year NFL vet and his guitar, Alan Quay Shipley. Please make some. Okay, hold on one sec. So I got something. He's tuning his guitar. Just a man in his guitar. Get it tuned in. Mm -hmm. I'm just tuning it up real quick. When he came out of college, they said, this man will never make it in the NFL. His arms are too short. He's going to get bull rushed. Wow. How about about the way I'm playing this, guys? (laughs) It's really good. I can only hear the drum. (laughs) Yeah, is your daughter playing drums? Who is that? I got somebody in the uh, bathroom back there. Playing <laughs> <laughs> uh, AQ, good luck this season. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell everybody we said hello over there in the desert, please. And I will. Uh, how about Larry Fitzgerald? Just take another ten million. Let's play another year. What the fuck? <laughs> um, he's gonna play forever. Just keep giving him ten million. <laughs> you know what? Oh. 
Ten mil. We'll catch balls for ten mil. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald. Hey. The ultimate professional, though. No question. Yeah, he has to be. Keep his body in this good of shape this long. By the way, his nose clean. He's nothing but a positive press, and he's just raking in $10 million a year for a team that doesn't really have much to, to build a foundation off of. Having a top five wide receiver of all time is a pretty good thing to have. No question. Was that too high? Nobody reacted. No, no, yeah. That's, that's not high. too high. I think that's spot on. That's mm-hmm. probably accurate, right? Top mm-hmm. five wide receiver of all time? Yeah, accurate. Top ten, might definitely. Be, might be top for three. Sure. No way, man. Top three is crazy. You got Jerry Rice. Randy. <laughs> Randy Moss. Calvin. T.O., even if you want to fucking. T.O., T.O. is in there. And then Larry. And then Larry Fitzgerald, I guess. At five. Sitting there at five. Who are you putting? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Marvin Harrison was an incredible yeah, That's what I was thinking. Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison was yeah. incredible. Wayne Krabat, maybe. <laughs> Larry, don't forget about Steve fucking Tasker. I think Larry, Larry did it with Larry did it with a little with a little less than Marvin. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, I think true. having a good quarterback is a massive deal when yeah. it comes to being a wide receiver. Wayne <laughs> Corbett. Um, <laughs> he also didn't have that many great quarterbacks throughing him. No, that no. was a carousel over there. Just Pen- <laughs> Chad Pennington, probably the best one. Oh, fucking Marshall's in. All right, good luck, AQ. See you guys. Been fun. Has it? <laughs> Been a fucking blast. <laughs> Why don't you grow your hair back for the season, man? I've been trying for three weeks, and this is all I got. <laughs> hang it up. Hang it up, ladies and gentlemen. Alan Quay. Hold on. Whippio Hall of Famer. 11-year NFL vet. Podcast host of That's Hockey Talk. Alan Quay. Bowling Ball. Shipley. The guy's good. He's wild. Yes, he is. Wild. He was sweating two minutes That's into so that interview, so and it did not stop until the very end. Uh, we tried to get him to sing a guitar, uh, sing a song with his guitar. There, he got a little stage fright. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll work past that confidence and maybe send him a tweet right now and tell him to have a little bit more confidence in his fingers and his guitar. We got nothing but faith in the kid. I think he would have crushed there at the end. I think so too. Uh, from myself at Tom McComas at Diggs with a Z at Nick Moraldo at Hey Gorman at Viva Lazito at Boston Connor at Evan Foxy and at Ty Schmidt. We can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this dumb show on a regular basis. <laughs> Uh, Game of Thrones is coming out on Sunday. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Got Deadpool. We should talk about it. There's a Deadpool? Deathpool. I think we're doing one, I believe. We I, are going to do a Deathpool for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, where's that going to be at? We're going to tweet it out. We're going to make a video, tweet it out, so you can see who we picked. You guys are diehard Throners, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, Big time. time. Big time. Throne. You're down with the throne? Oh, I, I die with the throne. <laughs> you die? So after the season's over, you're so Zito? Yeah. That's exciting. Just- Game of Thrones, Zito's dead. Okay, so it's like a Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade (laughs) walk-off season for Zito. You're dead after this? He has two swords. Yeah, I do. GOTZ is gone. Okay, so don't try to make another one of those fucking (laughs) accounts. Uh, It's already Uh, done. Yep. (laughs) GOTZ has already happened? Yeah, now it has. It will be. Oh, my God. By the way, can we clarify, like, are we going with Deathpool or Deadpool? Because you guys are the first people I've ever heard use the TH. I mean, they made Deadpool Deadpool is a movie. Yeah. They made because Because it's copyrighted, so you can't put it on stuff. Well, here's one. That makes sense. Do you flip somebody off or flick somebody off? Flip. 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 Because you flip your finger. 
fingers up. My son, until like 16, said flick. No. I think I used flick on a pretty regular basis until it works. probably like but six, works, seven so. years yeah. ago. Yeah. We know what you're, you're talking about. Your middle fi- yeah, I think it works in both situations because you flick your middle finger up and you flip it up. Yeah, but I guess flip is definitely the right term. It, yeah. I'd been saying Well, you'd flick. always say flip the bird if you were calling it the bird. I don't right. think you would ever say flick the bird, right? True. No. True. true. Uh, that's some, flip yeah, the bird. I would always say flick them off. That'd be sexual. There you go. So different iterations of it. Yeah, because you can intermix flick and jerk there too. Oh, true. Flirk? Oh. Jerk the bird. Flirk? No, jerk, jerk, jerk him off. Jerk, jerk the bird. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> but you you flip somebody off yeah. just like it's is it yeah. de- it's death pool. Death. Yeah, yeah. Because there's multiple people dying. Yeah, that's not the real word. That's the substitute word. I mean, well, they, times have changed. Yeah, the yeah, movie, time, the character. They made a movie and a character about it because that's what it is. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't call the movie Deathpool. We just got sued by Fox. Hey, there. You guys get offended when you're driving and you get flipped off? No. no. You give them a big ass. I know smile I deserve it. It happens to me. Ups. It happens to me on a very regular basis. You guys have seen the way I drive. Offensive I mean, oh, yeah. driving. Oh yeah, very offensive. I am now. Granted, I'm not scared though to go ahead and like for instance, yeah, I was, I was, you also have an 18 wheeler semi truck trailer rolling down there. I mean, it's kind of easy to just you know true. you're above everybody and you're bigger than everybody. you should see me on a motorcycle too. I took that thing out for the first time yesterday. Ooh, how'd it go? I was driving and I, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> people say it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous if you're a defensive driver. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Like with a motorcycle, I think it's dangerous if you're a defensive driver. You have to watch the driver, right? The big thing whenever you're riding a motorcycle, for your motorcycle riders out there, you already know this, I'm assuming. If not, here's a nice little tip if somebody who's been riding for like over a decade or so on the streets pretty aggressively. <laughs> you got to watch the driver. You don't watch the car. You watch the driver. Because if they're going to change lanes, the driver's going to move his elbow before anything else. So even if they don't use turn signals or they make a last-minute jerk, if you're watching the driver, just like a D-end, Robert Mathis watches the outside knee of the tackle because if the knee moves, that means the body's going to move. you got to do that when you're in a motorcycle, and I feel like that has helped me out a lot. I want a drone to follow me to work in the morning <laughs> and just kind Possible. of just to – I don't know if I can keep up, though. No problem. Uh, Stay, strap a GoPro to your helmet. Unless it's a military drone. That's yeah. what, but I think the aerial view is uh, the thing. Yeah. I, I like. I feel good about the way I can dissect oh. the way cars are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And be like, okay, I get to the middle lane here. We can ride this a little bit. Then we're back over here. I always try to keep a lane distance with cars. You hit the hole. So not no. I don't. I don't like to hit the hole because I think that is where you kind of get trapped. Yeah, yeah. You become a sandwich. Yeah, stuck. you kind of got to read. Like I, I try to keep a lane space between me and any cars. Smart. Yeah. And to do that, you got to really look ahead and like kind of map out your route. And I feel like I'm pretty. Is solid your ride in under an hour? Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, I know a guy who can rent uh, something really big above us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for And we just need a camera. By the way, there you go. Go I'll back to up. the beginning of the show. Nope, we'll do this for the ad read. If you haven't entered the helicopter golf ball drop, there's only like, I think, 100 spots left. Less. $100 a golf ball, 200 golf balls only. We're doing a helicopter golf ball drop. Whoever's ball is closest to the hole after it's dropped out of a 200 of them are dropped out of a helicopter. Or in the hole, Pat? Or, or in the hole, I guess. That would be closest. Wins ten grand uh, <laughs> of the twenty thousand dollar prize pool for the Pat McAfee Foundation, which is fantastic. Nice. Shout out to Jimmy's Famous Seafood yeah. for yeah. the idea for that. John is his name, the guy who owns and runs Jimmy's Famous Seafood. They sent us crab cakes the other day. Oh, so good. good man. He, he is also the one who gave us the idea. You don't have to be at the golf outing to win. By the way, you just get a number, your ball. You'll find out. We'll figure out how to get you a ten grand. 
one in 200 chance of winning 10 grand. That's pretty pretty good. good. How do I sign up for pretty that? Pretty good. Well, you go to uh, the link that I tweeted out, and we'll all tweet it out uh, today. And also, you have four friends, 25 bucks a piece to win 2,500 bucks a piece. There you go. Nice. There you go. One, one in 200 there. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty good little odds to win. And money's going to the children of military families, which oh. is a beautiful thing. So make sure you sign up for that if you haven't already. We appreciate you doing that. And uh, let's just enjoy this life together. Uh, Ty Schmidt, hit the music. Dollar, dollar, dollar. 